listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 321. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the, you look very charming in your new glasses. John Brownstone. Thank you. And you look lovely as well with your new glasses. I feel like if I actually like tried and like did a couple of things, I could look like the naughty, naughty librarian. Ooh, go for it. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure how I could make that happen. I mean, we need about two years for hair growth so I can do the severe bun. Um, and, uh, I'm not made for pencil skirts, so I'm I not mean, sure. Book, books and a naughty librarian, I'm all in. <laughs> well, you look very professorial. You need the, the tweed jacket with the, the leather, uh, I could elbow teach, I could teach you a few things. You have, and I've <laughs> always appreciated that about you. Hello. Oh, that's right. You're here. <laughs> we'll get back to the actual episode. Hi. Uh, this week, we're talking about voice kinks, what they are or can be, and whether we think we might have them or not. And, you know, what we think about voice kinks, which mostly is, yeah, they're they're cool. Mm-hmm. So there, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, so that's at LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks as always to our Kiki patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We appreciate the ever-loving fuck out of you. (laughs) If uh, you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so we're going to, I actually have no announcements, like general generic announcements. I guess to say uh, the kinkery.com is a shop that continues to exist. We're very proud of it. It's JB's uh, yeah. fuckery shop. Uh, Le- weapons of ass destruction. Right. And for like educational help with your DS, we have an Etsy shop, Loving BDSM. Links mm-hmm. are in the places, so feel free, feel free. Okay, no real announcements. We are going to talk about voice kings. Okay, first I'm going to turn the fan on. So okay. when you hear that hum in the background, that's the fan trying to keep us cool it's in here. It's still Florida and summer and all that yeah. good stuff. So I have heard the term multiple times, voice kinks. Mm. I've heard it in different contexts. Like, I've heard it from people talking about accents. I've heard Mm -hmm. it from people talking about tones of voice, your voice. There are some people who uh, definitely enjoy it, is what I'm going to say. I know. Um, I, I, you know, since you brought this up and, you know, when you first said what the topic was going to be, I was kind of like, yeah. Um, And yes, that was thunder in the background. mm -hmm. Um, I, I'd kind of been thinking about it and was even talking with some folks this morning in somewhere um, in a chat. You know, yeah, I, I know there are people who seem to love my voice. I mean, even when I used to do the um, erotic readings. Oh, yeah, you did that for a, a separate podcast that's now defunct. Yeah. Don't get excited, anybody. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. I think it's it, technically out there, but there's I got up to like 30 episodes and then i was yeah. like okay i'm done and and people just loved it they they were just like one of those voices. Be, between you know my and yet one of the things i was talking about and i've come to realize this is more common than i thought i thought i was just weird i mean 
Um, you know, when I go back and edit the podcast, mm-hmm. I do not listen to playbacks of any of our videos, any of the podcasts. I do not like the recorded sound of my voice. Mm-hmm. It's because the sound, the voice you hear in your head is different than when you hear. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what someone explained to me this morning in, in a discussion. And apparently it is a very common oh, yeah. thing. I have um, become accustomed to hearing my own voice mm-hmm. because of. I have no choice. I've been editing videos for all right. this time and podcasts, yeah. and I just had to force myself to do it because I had to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, same mm-hmm. thing. I did not. I did not like uh, the sound of my own voice. So, go ahead. So you know, um, girl. I was apologizing to everybody else that I nearly interrupted you because I always interrupt you, and somebody's <laughs> going to leave a comment at some point and go, "God, I wish she'd stop interrupting him." I, Don't worry. Yeah, about we know it. it'll be taken care of later. <laughs> Sorry for anybody with earbuds. Sorry. Go ahead. You were saying it's chaos here today. Sorry, y'all. So, you know, I I know for myself, um, I do like accents. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we get into kind of how Mm -hmm. we've seen how sometimes it's defined, that is definitely part of it. I I definitely like a good accent. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Mm -hmm. And then there's a, a cadence of how somebody speaks. There's a tone. Mm-hmm. I um, tend to like deeper voices. Um, how? What level of deep? I don't know. Uh, I just know. I. It's one of those. I know it when I hear it, and I'm like, oh, oh yes, okay, yes, that, that's mm-hmm, that's a tone I like. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so to try to define this, um, because like all kinks, there are variations. There's different ways of looking at it. I went to the Google machine and lots of people talk about voice kinks, but I think as a term voice kink, um, that's new ish. There is at least one official term, but from what I can tell, it doesn't necessarily cover all the potential definitions of how people define voice kinks. So the uh, place I found with what felt like a fairly comprehensive look at what a voice kink is, was actually Sophia Gray, where if you are not familiar, uh, you can buy and sell used panties there. Um, Do not uh, tempt me with a good time. I'm like, wait, I could just wear panties and send them, what? Um, But for YouTube folks, I will not be putting that link in the description box because I like us having a YouTube channel. Um, But it will be in the show notes page for podcast listeners and then like on Friday. So this write up felt like the most comprehensive uh, way of looking at voice kinks. And they broke it down into three categories. There is, and I'm not gonna say it right and somebody's going to tease me for my Southern accent. There's oralism which it is defined as the sexual arousal or excitement that comes from sound, like in general sound. Um, It says the way they say it is similarly to how voyeurism is sexual arousal caused caused by sight. Oralism is a blanket phrase that can refer to any kind of sound people find sexually arousing from music to the sounds of sex, to audio porn, to a voice. So, if uh, if you have a voice kink, it would come under this, broader term. Um, another one that they uh, talk about, the second one is called acoustic, oh, y'all, I'm sorry. Acoustic. Acoustophilia. Acoustic, nope, nope, nope. Oh, you've left right. out a whole syllable. Acoustic. Acousticophilia. Ophilia. Okay. We yeah. don't know. Uh, and I'm also 
I can't read through these damn glasses. Um, it's one <laughs> step further, they say, and explains a kink where people are aroused by any type of auditory stimulus. So that could be talking mm. or moaning. It could be heavy breathing, panting, the sound of a zipper being undone. So it's sounds associated with... Okay, it says any auditory stimulus. So it could just be sounds like just sounds doesn't specifically have to be voice okay mm -hmm. and then there's the language kink which i think this is where you get into accents and languages mm. specifically um I, I think if you just say voice kink, you're fine. I think if you say oralism, you're fine. I think if you know how to say acousticophilia, you're welcome to say that. I'm not, because I can't say the word. Um, <laughs> I would say that when you say voice kink, that to me means we're talking about voices, where mm -hmm. maybe an oralism, which absolutely voice kink could come under, you yeah. then get to include other types of sounds that aren't specific to a voice. Right. Right. So voice kink um yes uh i believe your voice has been uh considered some people's voice kink and i i'm okay. i'm here for that um <laughs> um do you like can like what if anything about voices sounds whatever um, is a if if at all is a turn on for you for me mm -hmm. it's certain accents okay like i can definitely say a British accent. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, there, yeah. there is something about a British accent, and and to some extent even Australian, mm -hmm. and of course a Southern accent. You point to me, and I would tell you with a total straight face, I do not have a Southern you, accent. You, you, do, you do. Unless I'm talking to my mom for more than about five minutes, and then it just like you, syrup you, just you roll, you roll into it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you do not have a thick southern, but I would consider a thick southern. Everybody accent. who's non-southern says otherwise, but well, to those of us who are actually like, no, I don't, y'all. I it, really don't. <laughs> and it may be because I've been around you enough, mm. and I have noticed that when we had traveled to go visit your mom, it oh comes, my accent it, it comes back in a big thickens. way. It thi I mean, yeah. it's like everything slows down. Not my mind, but my words. Everything slows down. It's like all of the sounds coming out of my mouth get rounder mm -hmm. somehow. Like there are no R's. What's an R? We don't know her. She doesn't <laughs> go here. Um, and we don't finish words. If it, so we mm -hmm. all know ing, take off that G. What's what are they doing here? We don't like them. Yeah. But like it's yeah the. When I feel myself speaking with a southern, a thicker southern accent, yeah, everything's rounder and it kind of slows mm -hmm. down. I sadly was raised with, um, and this was my own mom's upbringing and how she was sort of shamed by a very cranky uh, uh, family member um, and her youth. I was actually sort of taught to not let my accent get very thick. Partly because there is a perception, or there was, maybe things have changed, that um, mm -hmm. Southern and or country, country is not Southern, you country is anywhere in, anywhere. Um, but the two are kind of synonymous sometimes, um, that people will think you're uneducated. And my mother said, mm. and what my mother said was, you can be Southern, but you will not speak country because I do not want anybody to ah. think you are uneducated. Which I, let's, that's not an attitude that I, I subscribe to. <laughs> I, I think if my mother had to do it over again today, she would not say that. 
but it made me very aware okay. of how I speak. But as I've gotten okay. older, I've kind of gotten over that. And so, yeah, I let it. I let it. So there's accents. Or is there anything else about voice that um, you are kind of into? Well. And, and is the accent an active turn on? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Um, as, as far as other uh, voices for me, mm-hmm. not really. Now, I, you know, some of you may know, and, and you obviously know, we use a, um, a, a sleep story meditation when we go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. And I prefer the female voices. Mm-hmm. That that it's not necessarily turn on, but I find it very soothing. Mm, gotcha. Um, there are a few uh, male voices mm-hmm. that I like. Um, to name a few, Idris Elba. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's that's a voice I could listen <laughs> Matthew to. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, a little bit. His draw kind of gets to me. After all, I'm okay. like, mm, I'm gonna need you to speed it up, mm-hmm, Matthew. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get it. And um. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, Loki. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, those male voices I I like as well, mm-hmm. but mostly I find female voices to be soothing. Is it the higher pitch? Maybe. I think it's the softer tone. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. And in sleep stories, they're all speaking with a soft well, tone. But yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Well, there's there's a few I've listened to that I have found rather well, annoying, if, and they they get kicked out of the rotation list very can be quickly. From uh, from one extreme to a kink, all the way just to soothing, and then everything in between. Then of course, a voice can be you know anything from okay, I'd rather not listen to that to oh my god, I'm going to like stuff cotton in my ears i never want to hear this voice again Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know and there have been voices like that it's funny i don't think too much about sounds of voices when i hear Mm -hmm. the sound of a voice that i find pleasant and intriguing i'm like oh i like that when i hear an accent that just does something for me they do tend to be Many, maybe not all, but many of the accents that come out of the UK, <laughs> uh, also uh, Ireland, also um, mm, like yeah. basically that whole region. I, but those are also the accents that I hear the most. Like I'm sure there's a there's a plethora of accents in this world sure. that I'm just not exposed to as often as I am oft- I'm exposed to those others. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, I don't know if they would turn me on. I haven't really yeah. paid much attention. Um, but even then, for me, it's not going to be just like blanket, oh, it's an accent. It's then going to be the tone of the voice. There's also right. the intent behind it. So <laughs> I was thinking about this and I don't, I, I think it is fine to say that dirty talk is a separate thing from voice kink, but I would also say that for at least some of us, it kind of goes hand in hand. I am deeply uncomfortable with dirty talk. I don't want to participate in it. I don't want to say anything. I, I, I'll go, mm, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I, mm-hmm. I don't, it's, it's the opposite of whatever a kink is. It's not quite a revulsion, but close. You are very much into dirty talk which can get awkward in the middle of something when you're like, I've got some shit to say right now. And I'm over here going, but I I don't really. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes hearing dirty talk, even from you is a little bit like, "Eh." but when you get the tone, right. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I still have nothing to say here. I'm, I, I'm good. I don't, we don't need to, this doesn't need to be participatory. Uh, <laughs> keep going. You can keep talking. I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, I, but I think that depending on what it is you might enjoy about Dirty Talk, for those who enjoy it, I do think it could probably come under the umbrella of a voice king. Because is it the voice saying sure. the words? Is it the words? Is it a combination? Like, what what is it for somebody? Um, yeah, I hate the words, but I like the tone. Right. Um, I find, so, it shouldn't work this way. <laughs> I don't think, but it for me it does. When I'm reading Smutty Smutterson, right? And when it's mm-hmm. like erotica and it's good and I'm actually in it and I'm not like pulled out of the story to go, can bodies actually move like that? Or, you know, wait, where's the consent? Like when it's like I'm in the story, even though it's kind of a joke among people, like book reviewers and people who read a lot and make content for social media that, you know, very often there's a lot of growling going on. Like a lot of the little speech tags are, he growled, they growled, there was growling, right? And it's kind of laughable because it's sort of overused. If I'm in the story, my brain goes, what, I don't know, I couldn't describe what the growl sounds like, but my brain knows what the growl sounds like. And I fucking love that shit. Okay. More dominant partners, toppy partners in smut need to be growling. (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm like the, mm. right, the the turn on that I get from reading that kind of stuff, which I don't read it often enough, which is just sad, um, is heightened. I cannot yeah. actually hear anything. I don't know what, if that was a real person, what they would actually sound like. I don't know what the author thinks they sound like, but my brain fills in the gaps of what that growl, air quote, that mm-hmm. might be. And I'm like... Okay. And then I that would be a moment I'm like, well, do I have a voice kink? I have an imaginary voice kink. Yeah. That I'm not sure imaginary voices. I I feel like well, maybe maybe not, but I that's a time when <laughs> I can't actually hear it. It's my imagination filling in the blanks and my imagination can make it perfect. Put air quotes on that word. I don't even know what that means make it not reality and then I'm turned on. But the awkwardness of actual reality I'm sometimes like, I know what you're trying to do there, but it mm-hmm. it's not hitting for me. So I personally would say I don't have a voice kink in general. Like I have on the the perimeters, maybe only in fiction and only well-written fiction or immersive. Like I'm in the story and I'm here for it. Okay, um, okay, okay. <laughs> and Savvy said in the, in the live chat, that's why I love reading Werewolf and Shifter Smut. Shifter Smut is the best because <laughs> at their core, they're <laughs> wild animals. It makes sense that they're growling and or they're roaring growly, yeah. or whatever. And I'm fucking here for it. Take me, daddy bear. Like whatever. <laughs> I'm here. Growl the fuck at me. But if you did it in person, it would be cringe to me. And I'd be like, need you to not do that thanks or i'm gonna do what i sometimes do when what you're doing in Mm -hmm. the moment doesn't quite align with me which it's not often sometimes we're so deep in the moment my brain does not go wait that was dirty talk you're supposed to like kind of i'm like okay that was hot yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and we're good Mm -hmm. but sometimes i'm not in the moment and my brain goes Wait, what do we say back? We should say something. He said something sexy and it was his dirty talk and it makes him happy and his voice is sexy, but I don't, okay, I'll go with, mm. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, 
my go-to yes daddy <laughs> or oh daddy <laughs> <laughs> um are there because oralism if i'm even saying that correctly is sort of the other term people often use for voice kink even though it mm-hmm. encompasses a lot more than voices are there other sounds that you find a turn on that you might say yeah that's a kink of mine um the tapping of high heels oh i see that about you for sure you know what i'll say this it's not a turn on or a kink at the level of i want it in a scene so that that scene can be Mm -hmm. sexier i don't actively seek it out but there is something high heels and even like dress shoes worn by any gender Mm -hmm. And I notice it in movies, TV, whatever, whatever. And the when it conveys, when I hear the sound in certain settings and it conveys power, then that sound is kind of a turn on. But okay. nothing I seek out. Nothing I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let's add mm-hmm. that. But so is it the sound of the high heels or the high heels being worn? Or is it like? The sound okay. catches my attention. Okay. All right. I mean, I could be sitting here just, you know, doing my thing, reading a book, and I hear that tap, 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 mm-hmm. tap, tap, and I'm... <laughs> and then you could put your voyeur hat on, because now you get to look. Exactly. Right, right, right. All right, right. Exactly. I wonder, and any anybody with a voice kink who wants to, like, raise your uh, virtual hand and go, I, I can tell you... <laughs> I have no doubt that this does happen. I just, because I don't have this kink, I'm not imagining it, that can a voice kink stand alone or is it? does it tend to be paired or, or contextual? Mm. So can you just hear a specific voice with no context and that voice is enough to turn you on, it's a fetish, it's like, yeah, I can get off to that. Or is it more it, likely that there's gotta be some layer of i wonder um in in some cases it is just the voice Mm. okay it's at least for me sure okay um it's not what they're saying okay okay like they don't have to be sitting there reading erotica Mm -hmm. sure sure okay in some cases it's just what they are it's just, just the sound of the, the they voice. They could be reading hear. the freaking periodic table. Hey, if you can make the periodic table sexy, <laughs> I say do it. Okay, I'm I'm supportive. Uh, I mean, you know, let me let me just just say this. Um, I am not surprised that there is a voice kink. Oh yeah, right. no, I'm not surprised. I, at all. I am I am not surprised at that at all. Because, you know, let's face it, the brain, you know, it, it's often said, and you you may have to help me out here because I've been trying to think of the word. The the brain is the biggest um the, what comes to mind is sex organ, and I don't know yes, if that's actually yes. correct. Well, I, I mean, y'all know what we mean, right? It it's kind of where you know the whole process oh, yeah. starts. It's it for most, I won't say all, nothing's universal, but for the mm-hmm. vast majority of us, th- the brain is where it all begins. Right. So, you know, with with something like you know, oralism, 
or, or any of those other words we couldn't say other yeah. words that fall into that category, it it makes perfect sense because this is all you know right it right filters in your, your brain you hear it there's the sound of it but then there's and, what how you interpret that sound like and all kinds and of stuff. and reg- exactly how you interpret it. and and you you have a reaction mm-hmm. in some way shape or form mm-hmm. so it does not surprise me that with the right voice the right tone the right inflection sure it can invoke that feeling yeah i mean that that does it none of that surprises me i just had a realization okay so i think it's safe to say i don't really have a voice kink mm-hmm. um nothing about voices is necessary for me to feel sexual pleasure get off have a good time I don't go seeking it out. I mean, could I be turned off by a voice that just doesn't do it for me? Yeah, that that's very true and possible. And I, but it's not a oh I like an accent, but I'm gonna have a you know a better scene or a bigger orgasm or whatever whatever. If you're speaking, like probably not. I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of it. But that's <laughs> like my le- level. But I just realized something. So when we think about the broader term oralism that can include sounds and the other word we cannot say, acousticophilia. Somebody tell me how that actually right, say that word. Right. Um, so you know how in scene music, when we pick our playlist, mm-hmm. I always want a driving, thumping, throbbing beat. rhythm and beat. Yeah. I'm sitting here listening to you talk. I really was paying attention, I promise. And I was like in a flash thinking back to how I react whenever I hear music with mm. a driving, throbbing, thumping beat, whether it's angry music or not. And I have never not been on some level kind of turned on by that. Okay. Which is why I like it in, in scene music because it, I like how it sounds. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I've absolutely. Oh, I'm. I'm uh, definitely thinking early twenties and then the post-divorce years before you and I got together. Thinking about all the times that I'd be driving in my car. I had like a forty-five minute commute one way, so I had plenty mm-hmm. of time to like listen to music or whatever. And I could be jamming out to whatever. But when the throbby songs came on, that was not the only thing in the car throbbing. Is what I'm gonna say there. And I don't think about it because I don't listen to music a lot. We don't scene with music all the time. Um, or even very often. And so it's not something that I, again, it's not something I seek out. Yeah. Like I don't need we, it, we used but to if do I it, have it. We used to do it more so than we do now, yes. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not actively thinking about it, but when I'm, because th- I was trying to think, wait, there are sounds, there are sounds that I respond to. That is a sound I yeah. definitely respond and to. And I, I do love drumming out a beat on your ass to I some mean, good music. I, I I'm supportive of the fact that you enjoy that. <laughs> I like more of a rhythm and that's not about the sound at yeah. all. Um, so f- because I kind of said dirty talk, I think could absolutely fall into the voice kink category because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, it might be the sound of the voice and the words, but words and voice for many are inextricably linked. Um, I know you love dirty talk. Yeah. Is it the words which are not required? A voice is not required to have words, or is it the words and the voice? Is it like what is? We could probably do a whole episode on dirty talk, but I'd be like right. cringing the whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, sorry, y'all. Um, it it is a combination of things for me. 
Um, it is the words. It is the mindset that it all puts me in. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting the tone. And just like anything else with me, it is the reaction it elicits from the other person. I'm so sorry that I have. Well, <laughs> I hope you lower okay. your expectations with me. Well, <laughs> I know I don't give you what you need in oh, response, but you do in uh, the right moments. Oh, okay. When okay. I say the thing or multiple things, right, right, right. there is a reaction. Oh, okay. I just am not consciously aware of it. At that point, probably not. Probably not. No, I think if I was, uh, <laughs> I think if I was consciously aware of it, I'd be like, "Oh, thank you, Daddy, for saying." I like just awkward, pure awkward, not knowing what to do or how to <laughs> Um. Yeah, and, and it, yeah. Sometimes you are just too literal for that. You know? Sorry, my. I know. It's, I know. It's, the way my brain works i can't i can't it was easier when we did it through text and there was no actual yeah. voice speaking part required yeah. because i could take my time going okay how, how do i want to say this or i could just send an emoji <laughs> which is why dirty talk can have some overlap with voice kink but they are that's a distinct thing because mm-hmm. dirty talk can be done in so many different ways that does not actually involve physically speaking or physically being heard um but it does there's some i can see where it gets tied up it can get tied up into a voice king because then it's not Mm -hmm. just it's not just the voice saying it it's what's also being said for correct correct um i I don't think we have to i mean here's here's the thing Mm -hmm. if i just walk up behind you and you know say something in your ear some kind of dirty talk Mm -hmm. yeah you will just like i'm freezing i'm like i don't even know what what i'm supposed to do do oh my god what's my line i don't know what do you want or or you'll go into some kind of literal dissertation you know one (laughs) it's part of my charm (laughs) i did not hide that uh, part of myself from you when we first met but now if we are in a scene and we're playing and i do that it depends context is important here yeah so at that point that elicits a different response from you when we and we talked about this recently the 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 way we tend to see now is very much uh sadistic daddy and masochistic baby girl where there's giggling and there's gleams in eye and there's and you chuckle oh 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 when you only a erotic fiction writer would say you chuckle darkly or that dark chuckle whatever whatever yeah. and that's what editors are for i don't know how the words are supposed to go um in scene mm-hmm. yes please okay because it's All not right. words then it's True. the sound of your voice because that i know what that laugh that chuckle means, means. it means you're mm-hmm. plotting my destruction and i'm fucking here for it and or i was just cutesy baby girl enough and sassy in the right way that you're also plotting my demise but we're Mm going to make it fun and this is not about the words that we say when we scene like that where it's definitely the daddy baby girl dynamic layered over the i'm I'm a hurt you and i'm over here like yes please like that right we don't talk much like you might say something we don't talk much but there's a lot of laughter true 
And True. the tone of your laugh, like I love when I can make you laugh in sort of this open, delighted way. Like you have, I've done something and you think I'm the funniest <laughs> fucker on the planet. Is it my people pleasing ways? Probably, but I love making yeah. the people I care about laugh. Mm -hmm. And that's one laugh. And I enjoy that. And that's not actually like a turn on. I'm just very proud of myself. Um, <laughs> if you laugh like that in the scene, I, I enjoy it, but it's not a turn on. But when you're laughing because you're plotting my demise mm -hmm. and your, your sadist is like, oh, this is going to be fun. That's a turn on partly because of the sound of the laugh. It's the dark chuckle, right? Fair. Like whatever the fuck that means mm -hmm. in writing right on top of like the growling. Like we don't know what it means. We make that up. <laughs> It's also, but then there's layers of context. Yeah. It's because we have a history together of seeing enough together that I kind of know what it means, but I kind of don't. That's part of the fun. Um, yeah. I'm very proud of myself for eliciting that kind of reaction. Um, I know it's about to hurt more, so that's my masochism. Mm -hmm. Like in that context, I would not say, oh, I have a voice kink specifically. Yeah, I would say, I, I'm turned on by the, the nature of our play, mm -hmm. but if I'm pulling out the threads of what all's happening there, and there's a lot, like it's very nuanced, yeah. the sound of that, that laugh, that chuckle, in that context, when you give me that chuckle outside of a scene where we're being playful, like I under, my body understands uh, it's about to hurt, um, but I don't have the same, that, that right there. I don't have the same kind of reaction. Like I enjoy it. Cause I like to make mm -hmm. you laugh because I'm a people pleaser. Thanks. Um, and I like to bring you joy and I like you to be delighted. Um, uh, even if it's sadistically, um, but the context of the scene heightens it. And so then I'm like, yeah, let's do more of that. Or yeah, this just mm -hmm. made it that much better when it's out of the scene. <laughs> I enjoy it. But I also am like, wait, because I don't have context, I don't know what it means. In mm -hmm. scene, I know exactly what it means. Well, in scene, Cause there's, I mean, it's, it's not I scripted, can, but there's kind of a script. It, it's, it's not, but I think it's a, a matter of the context of the moment you're in. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're in the middle of a scene, you're strapped to a St. Andrew's cross, and I've been flogging your ass, and I come in and like, I am going to own your ass. I and mean, that's not this. Oh, sorry, podcast listeners. I'm dancing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that is my inner reaction. My outer reaction is usually a shiver, <laughs> a, a delighted shiver, uh, maybe a little nerve. There's some nerves there. I'm a little nervous, but there's yeah. But yeah in my head, I'm like, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? For again, it's context of the scene for me. True. And I think it's, y'all, yes, if I, I don't hope we don't have to say it, but let me say it in case somebody is somehow confused. It is absolutely valid if you don't even need the context of the scene like we're talking mm -hmm. about, or if it doesn't have to be layered in with 85 other things you got going on. Like if it's just the sound of a voice for you and that's your kink, cool. I would not call myself having a voice kink because context then matters so much and it's okay. part and parcel of everything else. Mm -hmm. Because if I've got everything else and you didn't say a fucking word, I might be like, why didn't you say anything? But the scene, I'm not upset with, by the scene. I'm not missing anything, right? In scene, and it's not always, and I think it's it's about my headspace, not you. Your tones are pretty consistent. The way you talk to me in scene is fairly consistent. There have been times when I am either in subspace or on the edge, which I don't go to subspace with every scene. It's 
very rare these days. Um, the, the way you ask for a color or feedback, especially mm -hmm. if I have to struggle to give you the feedback because of where my, my mind is at, that is like one of the sexiest fucking sounds because you are, you are asking, I think, and again, I think that's layered. You're asking as a point of care and checking in and safety, but you're doing it with that sadistic growl that says like my brain understands if I have to say red, it will stop and it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of hoping I say green and I really want to be able to say green, not in that anxiety, you know, I think I'm failing kind of like, it's like, I want to be able to say green because I can hear this in his tone. This is going to be good. Give me a color girl. See, context matters. It's not the it's same. It's not the same. Okay. That's why I don't think right. I have a, I would not say I have a voice cake. Okay. Somebody heard you say that and creamed whatever they've got. Okay. <laughs> and I'm very happy for you. If that was you, I'm over here going, don't be silly daddy. Like I just, all the awkward comes up. All of the, wait, this is, <laughs> it, yeah, for me, it's very much it has to fit with the moment and, and anything yeah. else. No, it doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't okay. work. It doesn't work. So <laughs> I do think that um, one of these days, one of our next ventures will be me just getting you to record your voice, not making you listen to it back. Because I know I get it. You don't you. like what you hear. No. But there are enough people who like what they hear from you <laughs> that we want to give the people what they want. And see, and I, this is not me fishing, y'all, because I realize how it sounds after I've just said that. I don't think I have one of those voices in reverse. I, not because I don't like what I hear the way you do. So you're like, how could somebody else like this? I'm so mm -hmm. accustomed to my voice that I'm like, no, I don't dislike it. I, I'm neutral about my voice. I don't like it. I don't dislike it. It doesn't no. bother me anymore. But I know how I speak. <laughs> I don't, I don't see that. Nobody's going to ask me to do the sex chat line. Like, I don't, <laughs> nor can I fake sultry. Like yeah. that is, that is on the same level as dirty talk. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. I'll read the grocery list. I can't do it sultry. That's fake. Can't do it. My head can't go there. Okay. So <laughs> I'm happy to pimp out your voice <laughs> because we know it won't be mine being pimped out. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I think it's a wonderful thing to be self-aware. I wish more people were, but also sometimes it's a double-edged sword. I kind of wish I was a little less aware of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. Voice kinks, um, say it again, they're legit, they're valid. There's yeah. no question there, there's no question there. I do think like many other kinks, you get to sort of define it for yourself. I think that if only a specific type of voice in a specific context does it for you, I think you absolutely get to say you have a voice kink. Um, I think that mm -hmm. you, you know, if it's not voice so much as other sounds, absolutely use the, the big term oralism. If there's another way people say oralism that, if I'm even saying that correctly, that encompasses other sounds that aren't voices. Somebody let us know. I'm not aware. I did not, did not come across that when I was kind of trying to get stuff together for this. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's one of those things that 
voices and sounds probably do something for many of us and we don't think about it in terms of its right. own kink and then some people absolutely do and they're very aware of exactly what they like and what whatever whatever um yeah no i wouldn't i based on even knowing that there are certain sounds and tones and voices that i really enjoy on a lot of levels i still would not classify myself as having a voice okay. king Mm-mm. because <laughs> i i absolutely it would be weird because it doesn't it's not who we are but i think i could definitely seen with not a single voice and as long as all my other boxes were checked i'd be fine you'd be fine i mean not okay. if you surprised me with it and there again i didn't have context like okay. yeah. well. <laughs> if you decide this is going to be a silent scene and you don't say anything to me i'm gonna be like why isn't my daddy talking to me why does he not love me am i doing something wrong but if <laughs> like you you, <laughs> if you told me ahead of time but see here's what i know if you were like oh we're gonna have a silent scene maybe not completely silent maybe there's music mm -hmm. or whatever but no talking I then also know because you're fucking sadist, the challenge would be that you would get me to talk or to scream or to make some mm -hmm. sort of noise. That would be, I mean, I'm kind of here for that too. A battle of, not often, not not all the time, not even like rarely, but sometimes a battle of wills kind of scene. This has nothing to do with voice kings, by the way. <laughs> a battle of wills kind of scene is kind of hot. I have to have context though. Okay, <laughs> I have to have context. Hmm. Just saying. And you have absolutely, uh, ha we've, it's been years, but you've done the don't talk, don't say anything, stay yeah. quiet. Um, and that is hot. That's actually more of a form of bondage. Yeah. Honor bondage, really, than anything and mm -hmm. domination and all that. But, um, yeah. That has nothing to do with Voice Kings. I don't have much to say to, about them. One, because I don't feel like we. I have one. Would you say that you... The, um, would you a, consider it a voice kink fruit based on what you like? Um, to a certain extent, yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Do you feel like that kink gets satisfied often enough for you? Or do you um, look for ways or want to look for ways to get more of it? I, I think I get what I need. Good. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, that's your delighted and sadistic chuckle. I like that one too. <laughs> it, do I like your laughs because of the sound of them or because you're John Brownstone and, and there's meaning there? I don't know. You you might be a little biased. A lot. But a lot of people who are not married to you, you're submissive and, you know, sleeping in the bed with you and hearing all the sounds that people make, <laughs> both of us that are not sexy, think that it's a delightful voice. Okay. So I'm going to say all it's right. not just me. My point is, again, it goes back to why I would not call it a voice kink. It's not just any chuckle. True. It's yours. Mm. Because I know what it means and I know how we got there. And sometimes I don't know how I made that happen. And then I've got to go like throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks to see if I can make it happen another time. <laughs> if anybody's like, this bitch is too over the top. You're right. I'm trying to make John Brownstone fucking laugh. Okay. <laughs> so it's really all your fault. <laughs> So John Brownstone is my kink. That's what I think I'm, I've <laughs> narrowed this down to. I'm well, okay it. then. I'm, I, I, I'm not sure how to feel about that, but. However you need to feel. <laughs> I got nothing more to add to this. This is a fun topic. I think it, it that people is. can define it for themselves the way mm -hmm. that they would like. I think if you are interested in, you know, 
kind of exploring it. Um, Rara in the live chat here on YouTube was saying that Dara, Dara, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> has a voice kink, and I don't think they've talked about it on the podcast, Pink King Podcast. Um, but like, go check out that podcast and listen to them and ask them mm-hmm. to do an episode on it if they haven't already. And you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is fun. It it is. And not sure how helpful any of it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like I said earlier, I'm I'm not surprised by this that it you know is a kink or even a fetish to some. Yeah, and I think for um, some, the way it's talked about most often is as a fetish. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between fetish and kink? Yes, but I yeah. the words get used interchangeably, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all. I, let me double check my notes. Yeah, double check your notes. That's Literally in my in my uh, bullet point <laughs> list. I, <laughs> you didn't see, did you? No, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I try to make a bullet point list for the podcast and the live stream so that I can kind of stay on long. track. It is one bullet point, y'all. What's a voice kink? That's it. That's all we talked about today. And yet, I feel like we talked about not a fucking thing today. <laughs> <laughs> just a reminder podcast listeners the link to the sophia gray uh, article where they kind of outline the different types of these uh, voice kinks and ways of classifying them that will be linked in the show notes page uh if you are watching on youtube um i am not linking to sophia gray in youtube because <laughs> i don't need another strike thanks so on friday i'll put the show notes page to our website in there or you can if you're not no you're not going to come back that's not a problem you can just uh do the search voice kink sophia gray and i'm sure in google i'm sure it'll come right up mm-hmm. um took me a minute to find it um earlier because mostly when you type in voice kinks into the google machine uh, you get a lot of porn you get a lot of, or, or I... people on reddit asking it's mostly what you get mm. okay Right. Okay, Rara says they have not talked about it yet on the Pink Kink podcast. So, okay. uh, I'll put in the request if if you were looking for mm-hmm. more topic ideas for the future, mm-hmm. we'd love an episode on voice kinks there for the Pink Kink podcast. Right. Um, okay, yeah, we can do a bonus section now. So, are we good? I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't so. Know. I think we're chaos incarnate today. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Must be something in the air. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep Keep it it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Talk to the crickets. Please and thank you. I love you so much. You're the best daddy ever. Wow. Also, I have a headache. (laughs) Because I'm looking through a fishbowl. I need to whine about that. All right. I, <laughs> I know where your head's been at, so I ain't going to mess with you. Go ahead and talk with the crickets. Thank you. Well, you mean just because I, a grown-ass woman at age 42, almost 43, was crying this morning <laughs> because I can't see out of my glasses the way that I have grown accustomed to in the past 35 years. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Welcome to my uh, world. You've had 20 years of goddamn practice. I've had less than 24 hours, which is why I'm actually not trying to bitch about this too much because it's been literally less than 24 hours as of recording. So uh, new glasses. I think they yeah. look a freaking adorable on both of us. I like our new glasses. I'm very excited about the frames. 
I complained last week that I have to go to, or week before, whatever, progressive lenses, because basically I need bifocals and I don't want the line. So I was like, okay, let's do progressive. And I got the kind that gives me a wider field of vision in hopes that it will help. And I hope it will, but I feel like I don't know how to use my eyeballs anymore. <laughs> because what I've learned in less than 24 hours is I don't move my head to look at stuff. I move my fucking eyes and apparently I am constantly looking around. And I did not know or realize to the extent at which I'm constantly looking around at mm. stuff until I was trying to do it. And it was always blurry unless I moved my head to the exact right position and looked out of my lenses at the exact right level. And I don't like it. I also, I think part of, part of why I look around a lot is probably part of my anxiety. If I, if, if I hear something, if I wonder something, if I, like, I need to be able to look and see, even though I don't really need to be able to look. I don't need to look in that direction. There's literally nothing there, but my brain's going, actually, but you wanted to look over there, and now it's blurry, so you have to now physically turn your whole fucking head to do it. And I'm cranky about it, and yes, I was crying. <laughs> because it's just another life change adjustment. Have people, billions probably, of people before me managed this and like got through it yeah mm -hmm. will i ultimately be fine sure <laughs> but the comfort of knowing that when i wake up in the morning and i can't see shit because everything's blurry <coughs> and i just slam my glasses on my face and the world opens up to me that comfort for right now is gone because the only way the world opens up for me now is if my head is in the perfect fucking position. And I'm not sure I'm a fan of that. Hi! <laughs> I have strong feelings about progressive lenses. <laughs> I am not sure if I am really clear on how you feel about all this. I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> I can keep going. I got the bigger frames, which I do feel very adorable. And I'm clearly feeling myself with these. Like I did my makeup. I got the purple mm -hmm. hair. I got purple frames. Cause y'all know I got purple frames. Podcast listeners who can't see, but y'all know me. Of course now cue the ad nauseum comments from strangers. Oh, purple must be your favorite color. Yeah, I know. Thanks. I, I put it out there so we wouldn't have to comment on it, but sure, sure, that's fine, that's fine. You're trying to make small talk and small talk's awkward and I don't know how to make small talk, so I'll just smile and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that has nothing to do with any of what I'm complaining about, even though it is a new complaint, but I did it to myself because everything I fucking own is purple, including the hair on my head. I did it to myself. So, <clears throat> I like how I look in these. Mm -hmm. I'm like enjoying looking in the mirror. That's not a common occurrence. <laughs> I usually avoid mirrors. But like, I feel like the way I have to move through the world and look at the world is fundamentally shifting and it's only mm -hmm. been less than 24 hours. I understand. My mother was like, it took me a few days and then I was fine. And she's had progressives for 15, 20 years now. You said the same thing. Yeah. My aunt who has so many vision problems. Oh my gosh. Um, mostly stemming from, from her, from being diabetic and having been diabetic for like, 40 years now um she said for her it was no big deal but then she said but my mother-in-law hated them till the day she died and i was like because and this has happened to me because there's like different layers of vision field of vision and what you can see yeah. where 
I have nearly fallen and tripped. I mean, I already am awkward as fuck and clumsy as fuck. I know who I am. It, it's just, it's just the truth. And it, I, whatever. But in less than 24 hours, I have nearly stepped down, fallen, tripped over literal nothing like six times. Because when I look down, everything's like funky or I look real quick. Cause that's what I did mm. for 35 fucking years prior. Yeah. And, I was coming out of, went, went and got the cooch waxed. It was great. I'm very happy about it. I'm sure what y'all all wanted to know was that, but it's the bonus section. We talk about this shit. Anyway, <laughs> coming down, there's two steps to get out of the building and they even have the bright yellow. So, you know, like <laughs> safety caution stuff. Nearly went ass over tea kettle. I didn't. Oh I didn't. Oh dear. Oh dear. Close enough. <sighs> yeah, I, I like my progressives and maybe it is just the fact that i've gotten used to them now oddly enough when i'm working in the shop i prefer line bifocals i'm actually wondering because i want to get back to cross stitch now that my up i picked up a book last night y'all that was delightful i felt like i could just at the right angle had to get my head Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. i could just read and then five minutes later somebody was like let's watch tv and i went okay i'll put my book down but i can read and i feel good about that and i'm actually thinking maybe i can get back into my cross stitching because i think that was part of the problem i really probably should have gotten progressives last year and i fought it because i didn't really need them and then blinding migraines every two days i was like okay we got we gotta Mm. do something and the progressives are part of that so i'm like maybe i can get back into cross stitch and it'll be easier to do because i will be able to see closer up right but i was wondering should i get bifocals specifically for that especially Mm. stronger bifocals so that it's really really like sharp but i also thought what if i just get really strong readers but then i'll never be able to watch tv and stitch i shouldn't be i'm trying to look at the little boxes and the little holes and the thread and get out a knot and cuss at my cross stitch project and think i have done something for six hours and i've only stitched like 200 stitches like it's a whole process. Y'all, it is chaotic here today. I said it at the top. I'm going to keep saying it. Somebody's going to be like, this is what this is like here. Yes, just turned up to 11 this week, I think. <laughs> my whole, not my whole, maybe that's, maybe I'm over exaggerating. Maybe I'm being a big ass baby. That's probably true. I feel like my whole world shifted because I can't see mm. the way I'm used to seeing. And I'm very cranky about it. Very cranky. This time next week, I might be fine. I might be like, hmm. I don't know what, what y'all are asking me if I can say. I'm fine. I'll be like annoyed that <laughs> anybody's concerned. What for me. problem? What what problem? I know. I know who I am there. Mm, and that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, I think also it does not help that in, in the same week that I'm feel like I'm looking through a fishbowl. I had to admit that I really am getting older and go on high blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the prescription to come in, but I had to do that too. But the doctor, for the first time somebody explained, it's not just, oh, these numbers make us worried. In talking over all my symptoms, she was like, actually, it might help your heart rate to calm the hell down. She didn't say it like that, but that's what she <laughs> meant. It might reduce your head, some of the headaches you get, which I do believe that. I can actually feel my blood pressure go up sometimes. My head just... Yeah. It's like uh, the red 
color in the thermometer and the cartoon thermometers they the red whatever would go up and then it explode at the top, top that's yeah. my headache somehow i can feel it build like that yeah um and so she gave me all these other reasons other than this we just don't like this number but they, they really did check that blood pressure a couple of times at the doctor this week because they were worried about me <laughs> <laughs> i walked into that appointment nervous yeah. i knew my blood pressure was up just from the sheer nerves um but yeah and you didn't have your emotional support partner with you i did not i did not you had to you had to take care of other stuff here at the house so but i'm i'm finally of the mind that you would get me down to whatever the new baseline is but it ain't the right number for (laughs) blood pressure at this point so yeah i'm I'm sort of facing plenty of people want to roll their eyes about 42 is not middle age but i'm i'm just hoping i can live to 80 people in my family don't so that's the middle of my fucking age y'all uh, <laughs> it's the start of middle age and it's all this stuff at once and mm-hmm. makes it it I makes know. me cranky that's what i'm well, saying i i have a doctor's appointment coming up in a few weeks myself yes and i'm looking forward to you going to that one yeah as well mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Silent Wing, in my ranting, Silent Wing reminded me of a wonderful thing. Oh. Silent Wing kindly gifted us, sent us a literal bag uh, of dicks. Yes. Um, and we talked about it <laughs> at the uh, Friday night live stream. That was where it was, right? Silent Wing, I think, I thought so. I think so. Um, and I knew gummy dicks, candy, y'all, for podcast listeners were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> gummy candy in the shape of dicks they're delightful yeah and i was like i wasn't sure what to expect and i finally went to check the po- the mailbox and it was it was a small enough package it was like in our box so that was good and didn't have to talk to anybody just whatever i waited till you came in from work to open it because i always do that when we get packages from from y'all no nobody has to send us anything but when we get stuff i wait till he comes in to open it so we can see it together mm-hmm. and i open it up and i i i, I thought i was just pulling out the g- <laughs> the gummies surprise and like a an amount of dick-shaped glitter that was actually, in terms of volume, more than the gummies came out too. And then a little card from the company said, you know, uh, enjoy your bag of dicks. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I, I like a good dick, so I'm okay. Um, and I like well, sweet dicks, so even you know, better. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I sa- I'm saving the confetti, y'all. I'm gonna do something crafty she, with it, she don't did worry. save it. And you know, Confetti like this uh, goes hand in hand with glitter, as it does. Mm-hmm. And this morning, I'm walking from the bedroom, <laughs> heading to the <laughs> office, <laughs> and, and I cut through the kitchen. And Onyx is in the kitchen playing with something on the floor, in the kitchen, mind you. And she, you know, kind of was very intent on what she was doing until I got too close, and then she scampered off. And I looked to see what she was playing with on the kitchen floor. It was a confetti dick. <laughs> it's a girl after my own heart. <laughs> Look. <laughs> so I want to play with I too want to play with the right kind of dick. This is going to somehow saying. magically migrate throughout the house oh, at yeah. this point. I guys thankfully they're not these were not actual small glitters. They were like confetti sprinkly things. Yeah. So they were big enough I could pick up most of them. I I tried to get them all. <laughs> I, clearly, I did not. Uh, I have teeny tiny little like two ounce jars, and I filled two of them. So essentially, nearly mm-hmm, four mm-hmm. ounces of dick confetti. Gorgeous. I don't know what we're gonna do with it yet. 
probably involve <laughs> resin. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but oh yeah, we will definitely repurpose that. Yeah. I'm waiting to eat the literal dicks on Alive for the next Friday live stream because I feel like that that's <laughs> us after dark. That's a good time to stretch a gummy dick between your teeth and your hand and you see how far you can with me, right? Oh, to watch you eat dicks? <laughs> yes! Y- yes! Yes, the fuck I am. I am not a voyeur, y'all. We've had this conversation, but yes! <laughs> I mean, it's just a gummy dick, but yes, <laughs> count me in as enthusiastically interested. <laughs> I just want to see how far I can stretch it. You know, is <sighs> just I just I have uh, yeah. Who needs potato chips at the next uh, Friday night live stream when you got gummy dicks? Mm-hmm. I I wish mm. we still had the mint chocolate nipples that I got from that one uh, mm. sex toy shop in the UK. That was several years ago. It would yeah, not be yeah, good yeah, if we yeah. still had them. But they were chocolate nipples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was delightful. It was. It was. I believe we ate chocolate nipples off of one another when I brought them home. I have a memory. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. This is a... Uh, <laughs> I thought I was saving all of the inappropriateness for Friday nights, but apparently not. It's leaking out. <laughs> it's the chaos. It's the unbridled whatever the fuck I'm going through. I gotta I gotta blow off some steam. This is how it's happening. Right. I don't I don't know. Right. I don't actually want to stop streaming. I wanna keep talking because this is my happy place, but I have nothing like worthy to add to mm-hmm. any conversation <laughs> <laughs> but i mean how oh. how many of us would enjoy watching jb I, what i want to say is highly inappropriate and would probably be <laughs> offensive to somebody and so i don't want to say it i'll use other words eat gummy dicks um <laughs> i'll tell you later what i want to say <laughs> i'm sure you will I will. I will. Mm-hmm. And you won't you won't be surprised that I was thinking it. No, because you at know all. me and I, I know you and I know you all too well. <laughs> so voice kinks. That was a good topic this week. See? We've not been completely in a, inappropriate. No, no, um, no, 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 no. Okay. All so right. I need to ask Lady Blooding this question because you know my mercenary mind spun up okay. so lady bloody lady blooding asked in the live chat uh, i kept googling kinky D dice um and keep getting generic sex store sex store ones i need a pair of real kink dice what for you help me do a little product development here what for you <laughs> for anybody would make in this case D dice kink related is it a specific what tell me um because could a could a bitch get her some um dice molds and start making some shit maybe 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 just saying but also if you are a kinky maker already making kinky dnd dice let us know just saying um i don't know just saying i i do i would love to keep just chatting. I, it, I see that. it soothes my soul. 
It calms mm-hmm. me down. Mm-hmm. It also hypes me up. So I don't know if oh, that's. Oh geez. I know. I it know. won't end when when I, the camera and the microphone no, go it off. No, it won't I desperately want to take these glasses off and put my old glasses on, even though I can't actually you can't see out do of them. That. It's. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. That's a big no. I know. I know. I hate this. Though. Why do like I have you. to look so cute and yet not be able to see? Well, see, the, the cute factor should help you keep them on. But I can't see myself. I can't see myself in general. <laughs> I don't walk around with a mirror in front of me. And I don't take a lot of selfies. Although, oh my, y'all. This is not a kink thing. This is a relationship thing. And um, I think <laughs> this is a stereotype uh, now we are not actually a heterosexual couple despite appearances because one of us is not definitely not straight, but we appear to be your <laughs> typical cishet couple. And there's a bit of a stereotype that in many cishet couples, the men only take the shittiest pictures of their wives or female partners. And so somebody, after I got purple hair, wanted to update the picture for me in his phone and contact. So when I call, my lovely face shows up. But, and I love you so much. I'm totally calling you out here because it's fucking hilarious. He takes a picture of me with no prep. He kind of goes, hey, turn and look. And I saw the phone, so I kind of understood he was taking the picture, but I had no control over my angles, what vantage point, what was the lighting, what did I actually look like? So I had zero makeup on. I had not really combed my hair. A finger comb does not usually count. This hair sticks straight up when it wants to now. And it was at this kind of weird side angle. And I didn't think anything of it. I went, oh, you took a picture of me. And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you don't usually do that. Okay. I don't usually stand still for pictures. <laughs> um, and I didn't think anything of it again. And then I had to look at his phone for something because yes, I'm allowed to look at his phone. And I see a purple haired troll <laughs> like on his phone. And I'm like, it's like the widest part of my not slim face. I look cranky. I mean, I am almost perpetually, but I don't I don't try to look it. The hair looks wild. You can barely see my facial features because there's not a dot of makeup on and the lighting and the angles. And I go, oh my God. So when I call you, that's the face that comes up? What the hell? I was like, I... We, we gotta fix this. But then we get busy. We don't think anything of it. Today, I'm feeling myself. Okay, I got the eye makeup on. I've put a little lip stain on. My hair is mostly like not awful. Got the new glasses. I take a selfie and I show it to him because I'm proud of myself. And he goes, will you send me that picture? And I went, are you gonna change my contact picture out? <laughs> he goes, yes. I'm like, wait, let me edit it for you first. Like brightened it up, like did the light, made the lighting look a little bit better. And now a picture I am happy for total strangers to fucking see is on my husband's phone. The amount of pictures I've taken of you looking dead ass fucking sexy. And when you take a picture of me, I look like a purple haired troll who's having a bad morning. (laughs) We gotta work on that. Well, see, you outright admitted you don't sit, stand, whatever, still enough to take a picture. 
So no, I did I what I sure. did. <laughs> and it got me a damn good picture. <laughs> After how long of that? Y'all, look, look. I understand that I see myself differently than other people see me. And also I see myself exactly like some people see me. I, I read the, the hate comments, but even the people who look at me and go, yes, that is an attractive human being would look at this picture and go, Ooh, Oh, 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 are you okay? Was everything okay there? Like it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. It has been rectified. Uh, Taishu is trying to uh, lead us onto the the path of uh, mercenary uh, kink righteousness. He points out that you have pressure pot. I do. And there's YouTube videos on making uh, D&D dice. I have several pressure pots you at do. this point. <laughs> one <Okay>. homemade and one... <laughs> <sighs> okay. I needed, I needed to share that. I mean, it was a horrifying picture. It was a horrifying picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very pleased with the picture you have now. I'm glad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm glad. I mean, I, I say I have a moon face, and I do. But I did not need the actual moon to be my, <laughs> my profile pic. Like, the moon with a little bit of purple hair on top. Like, a little purple sprout on top of the moon. That is what it fucking looked like. It's fine. It's fine. It's how the wing is also trying to lead you on the uh, path of temptation 3d printing I 3d see. printing i see mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're gonna go now yeah it's this has been wild uh mm -hmm. if you've been annoyed by if, it i'm if, sorry if you've made it this far on this wild if you ride, enjoy it kudos to you if you enjoy this i cannot <laughs> promise this in the future but i can promise eventually yes it will happen again <laughs> just not every week right um so yeah we're gonna go uh mm -hmm. we love you we appreciate y'all yeah. Thanks for being here with us. We'll be back next week. Mm -hmm. Hopefully less chaotic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.